0: Good morning, Hobo sapiens. Are you well? I bet you are. Um I, yeah, uh, it's uh it's it's morning and uh I've I'm super, super tired. I've been uh, been it's been a long, long weekend essentially. Um uh this week is with Steve Goodall, who is a uh well, I first met Steve uh probably shouting into a microphone, rolling on the stage, uh breaking his guitar, um, in the band Stout. Uh, and then, uh, then he was in a. Uh, he's also in another band called uh, Doogie See God, uh, where he sort of rolls around on the stage where, with a microphone, making a noise. Um, he does that, and I realised that that was actually attention seeking behaviour. What he really wanted was his belly tickled, because he's now become a dog trainer, and uh, and if you throw him the right treats, he's a lovely, lovely man. Um, uh, w- w- we decided to do this this uh, this particular chat. On the grounds that uh, I claimed one day that I'm a I'm a dog racist that all dogs look the same to me, and uh, and I don't know what they're for. I don't know why people like dogs. I don't I don't get it. I just don't get it. I I I just about understand babies, um, uh, you know, in terms of a life form that you that you clean up after, um, but for dogs, nah, don't get it. Don't get it at all. I think it's because I'm I'm a transient sort of person um i like to wander around and i don't there's a life form that that requires all all my attention Nah, not good at that um so he basically went oi i uh, i'm pretty good at this dog training lark and i know a lot about dogs so i'm going to teach you that dogs aren't bad um so 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 this whole episode's about it's me and steve uh chatting a couple of weeks ago before a house show in his home in his own home um <laughs> on his podcast gear because he actually runs a podcast. Um there was a there was one that was called like um barking out loud or, or whatever it was. And um and there's also uh Barks from the Bookshelf which is a a review of doggy books. Uh, Steve's also written a book about dogs uh which I mentioned. Um and dog training. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. It's so good to see a a, a passionate dog person actually uh explain uh, brilliantly and interestingly uh what the fuck that's all about um <laughs> it's been a good week i've had a as i'm i'm achy. i'm feeling old and uh but also uh youthfully exuberant at the same time um uh most of last week was dedicated towards uh the lounge kittens stuff uh i drove up to south end on on Thursday night and stayed with John and Karen and uh, had a really nice time uh, just just hanging out with them they're just lovely lovely people uh, and then it was the full-on uh, kittens rehearsals um, uh, for the whole of Friday the whole of Friday it was like an eight-hour day of wearing a very heavy bass that I haven't worn for a long time I've realized that my my shoulders are not got uh, the my shoulders aren't aren't used to having a bass on them for that long. So stood up playing hard. Um, it sounds amazing. The band are great. It's such a lovely, um, experience to go through. I haven't, you know, I haven't been a session player for ages and, uh, it's nice. It's really nice to, uh, also not have the, the front role of things to be a supporting role, uh, to the fabulous talents of the kittens. Um, yeah it's just it's just a nice new mindset it was nice to just do work um so that was uh that was friday saturday was um a gig at the winchester gate with the jimmy hillbillies and uh it brought back all this post-traumatic stress disorder thing that i have from uh playing with dorset hillbillies um (laughs) so the gig was in salisbury but the jimmy hillbillies they come from uh they come from dorset and i was i was as soon as i met him i was just like oh oh they went did you play wonky donk i'm like yeah um and then i just realized that that was the gig where i played all my set and then this really racist woman came along and had a massive go at me how dare you have an opinion on stage i live next to a romanian she <laughs> for like fucking 45 minutes and uh that actually uh inspired my friend gems to uh 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 make a mug she took a picture of this woman pointing at me and shouting and uh and made a mug of uh of that particular moment um <laughs> with You ruined my festival written on the back of it um so yeah, so I was talking about that and and the the mildly racist undertones of uh of a dorset flag with the with the confederate stars uh running through it um <laughs> it was quite it was quite a funny show it was quite a quiet one um it's bound to happen it's sort of towards the end of the month and cold and wet and things like that but it was it was it was actually nice to get some stage time in with the double bass uh, cuz i feel i it's weird if i don't gig for a couple of weeks i'd lose all memory of all of my songs um spent a bit of time writing which is good writing 1540 1540 is becoming a big long piece i think it's I, yeah it's 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 making a uh it's making all the movements towards me to uh, to try and uh, become a piece of art, I think. So that's quite nice. It's making itself known to me now. Um, and, uh, and a bit of book as well, but not too much time for book. Uh, and then it was up to Eltham on Sunday to play at the Rusty um, Bucket. The Rusty Bucket in Eltham. What a great pub. Firstly, it's next to a, a, the smallest spoons in the world. Um, but the people in the Rusty Bucket. Uh fucking amazing, really nice people. There was only one slightly racist guy um who I said well, he's the enemy of live music, and he just shouted out the French, but with a French pug on his uh, french bull, bulldog on his uh on his lap, which uh obviously was quite funny as well um but yeah, it was just a throwaway casual racist thing it it 's fine it 's not a problem that 's the acceptable one isn 't it um and uh yeah knocked out two hours there um uh several encores and and yeah and extras so yeah it took a long time but uh but yeah did all that lots of driving lots of uh lots of gigging lots of uh listening lots of uh late nights as well so so yeah it's it's uh it's, it's been a good week and then this week we're off on on the road with the kittens uh I get to live on the bus, uh, and I'm sure there'll be all sorts of content available from that. So uh, if you're uh, if you're interested, follow the Lounge Kittens and all that. If you don't know them, what the fuck? If you don't know them, what the fuck? Um, uh, uh, or keep an eye on on all the social medias, and we'll be uh, larking around for your enjoyment uh, over uh, was it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and probably a bit of Sunday as well. And you can see some various states of tour madness, um yeah, and then it's then it's uh, then we're in March, Jesus, what's going on, yeah, all right, um right, let's get on with it uh so this is me and Steve talking we recorded all this on uh very kindly on Steve's podcast gear in his little studio uh in a little room that smelt of dogs um so this is me talking to Steve Goodall, the wonderful Steve Goodall um. I really enjoyed this chat and the word is dogs dogs Shouldn't do this because I travel way too much.
1: Gremlins
0: for travel for that too sort much of for, well, for... Well, to have like microphone stands.
1: Well, they're quite portable. <laughs> I
0: know they are. But <laughs> I've also got a double. Base. In
1: fairness, have you got one of these sorts of things? Of it, uh,
0: yeah, I've got. A, I've got the Tascam DR40X. Sexy, yeah, it? it's really good. It's got really good ambient microphones. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're,
1: I've got I bought um one of these little crossover little yeah, yeah thingies and they're fine.
0: Yeah, it's it's got the it's got that basically attached in it. But I just fucking love speaking into a microphone. Yeah. I be, love speaking into my Get mine, it right it? up
1: and being sexy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you can hear me. I haven't got headphones in. I mean, I'm, yeah,
1: that did it for me. Am I as sexy as you? You <laughs> are. You're
0: sexy, yeah. Okay, always. that's all right. That's all right then. Um, so uh, uh, so uh, I've literally just arrived in your house. We're playing mm-hmm. a gig here tonight. Uh, thanks no and all problem, that. Yeah. Um uh I, I think what I wanted to talk to you about was why are dogs so good for you, but I, I think dogs are shit.
1: Yeah, I know. And it's... <laughs> I mean, this is... (laughs) Dogs. Get straight in there. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so I, I feel like I've got a mighty task to try. I did. I remember ages ago when we were emailing backwards and forwards, I said, well, that will be it then. Now I will try and convince you well, I, I told that dogs you, were
0: good. I was a dog racist, and they all look the same to me. <laughs> and I think they're all the same. They all look the same. Yeah, and they yeah. all they all essentially are shit machines I mean, the, that you have to pick up. Tommy
1: out. Robinson of the dog yeah. world.
0: How many turds have you handled
1: in this week? Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that weren't your own. There is a, there's a special sort of like turd to fun ratio and it's, it's, yeah. (laughs) Although on cold days. Yeah. It can be beneficial picking up a warm (laughs) to sake. That
0: is not good enough. That is not a good enough reason to ever want to pick up the shit of an animal. So my, my thing is, okay, I travel way too much to have a dog. Yeah. So there's no. There's not a dog shaped uh, hole in the life of everybody. No, no. And, and, and. When I do look after people's dogs, I always think about the fact that, that every day we go outside with 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 their dog and then uh the dog shits somewhere. Yep. I end up carrying a little bag of poo around with me, which should. is
1: something no. That's something <laughs> I shouldn't do as a human being. Well, I've well okay okay i guess the the issue here is that you you haven't chosen to to have this dog as a part of your life so therefore trying (laughs) to carry around a bag of poo yeah i feel like we're getting transfixed on the poo bit here let's get over this hill a little bit what else do dogs do well we'll get to that in a minute but let's let's deal with the feces as we always have to okay all right
0: okay let's back Um, this one up
1: yeah, if you've got a dog, the responsibility of picking up after them is massive because it spreads disease. I mean, we're dealing with at the moment. There's a lot of gastral problems yep. going around at the moment, and mostly that's because people don't pick up after their dogs. Okay, and then, and then dogs, being the delightful creatures that they are, might tread in. All right. Okay. Some may eat. It's okay. Just a All dark right. Turn I think I know where this quickly. is going. Actually, you might. Yeah. Okay. All so right. you got. You know, you got. You got to be responsible for picking them up. I, I guess the point is, like, let's let's take it back. Let's <laughs> rewind a little bit. <laughs> Okay. So I let. I think this would help. I've strat- I've made a strategy. Okay, all right. No, that's how fine. How to convince you dogs are great and not shit. Um. So, dogs, as we know, dogs now, like living in our society and yeah. cities and things like that, that's not been around for a long time. No, no, it hasn't. Last hundred yeah. years, maybe. Yeah. Most of the time before that, dogs were either working dogs, um, or living on farms and yeah, things yeah. along those yeah. lines. Yeah. Um. Well, so were most people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and and actually, that's an interesting fact. Cause do- the, the dog, the dog population grows and moves with the human population, and yeah. that's been almost throughout time. The, yeah, I- yeah, the idea yeah. of how dogs became domesticated, uh, it, it's an interesting question, and there's not really an answer because there's not much. Um, I mean, there's there's all sorts of evidence. Yeah. But that. But there. But looking at it, it's did dogs we did we domesticate dogs? Did dogs domesticate, domesticate themselves? Us, yeah. yeah, the other way round. There around. was
0: that Neil deGrasse Tyson show, Cosmos. I love that. Where, show. He's, where he was talking about how wolves essentially worked yeah. out. If they made big eyes at humans. Yeah. they'd get the bones. I
1: mean, the one thing that humans are great at. Once once we settled, we were brilliant at making piles of rubbish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And dogs worked out or wolves worked out. We think pretty quickly that Waste. Hang around. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 and therefore the more yeah the, the more um friendlier they were the more likely they would get the food the more likely they would pass their genes on the more friendlier they got yeah. and then bit by bit piece by piece this is yeah. the theory that they okay that they became domesticated oh. and also there's other things to say that um uh, early warning systems for other tribes or other oh, wild yeah. animals yeah. coming in um but there is a big big shout for them helping us moving and so so um getting us Across um, the land bridges and things yeah, going yeah, up yeah, into yeah. Uh, going we, up into we rode the, dogs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dogs pulled us. So yeah, I don't know, yeah. We don't know oh yeah. I like.
0: Sorry, yeah. Some that's dogs sorry. you could ride. I've got a few. Yeah, okay. No, I I I agree with that, and I think that's fine. And then you get a job in advertising, which is a job that hasn't been around for very long. Yeah. And then suddenly you get a Shih Tzu, which hasn't been around for very long. Yeah. And then suddenly that's making little bags of of Poop. crap all over the place. And suddenly you're going, but hang on, I live in Chelsea. Why the hell is there dog shit everywhere when there's there's hardly any
1: foxes? I mean, it's an interesting (laughs) question. And without wanting to get too philosophical too quick, I guess. (laughs) I I guess if you extrapolate that idea, if we we go really far with it, because I'm I'm quite like... um, you know, I'm into animal welfare, into their sentience, and that sort of thing. But if, yeah. if we go as far as we can with that question, the, the question has got to be: Is it fair to keep a dog, especially in that sort of environment? Yeah,
0: it, no, I always think so. Nice. Is I, it I fair to keep
1: you. any sort of animal
0: in a in a in the sort? So, so I, I that includes humans as mm-hmm. well. You know, when it comes to these tiny little apartments and you know, sort of one bedroom things, where you're literally shitting next to your own pillow. And someone's got a dog in Is the in there word for well.
1: this podcast going to be called shit?
0: <laughs> I don't, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> dog in yeah, Probably. Probably. Um, it, 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 I don't know where it's going to go. But I think,
1: uh,
0: you know, that, that There's a, there must be something... Uh, uh, immoral towards the dog in, or, or animal in general. I hear what
1: you're saying. I, I think for me, if we're meeting their... <laughs> uh, and this is uh, this is where I think dog training and, and behaviour is going at the moment. If we meet their needs, their, yeah. welfare needs their welfare needs. If all their welfare needs are met, I'm comfortable with it. Now, okay. are we meeting all their welfare well, yeah, needs? Are People are coming and... up short a lot of the time. 100% yeah. for sure. Um, but... We have we have evolved together. Um, there's been a, a fantastic study done recently where they trained, I think it was over 90 dogs, yeah, to stay still in an MRI machine. It's Fa- wow. Fascinating idea. That's scary. Um, they they basically uh, they built a frame. Uh, well, first of all, they got the noise of so the, yeah. the the clunky clanky MRI machine, and they trained they desensitized them to the noise. Okay. Then they built a framework with a little ramp which was like the MRI machine. Okay. And they waited months before they were comfortable with getting in there. Wow, and then they got them to go into an actual hospital. Yeah, and what the, the whole idea behind it was to um, to study which parts of their brain light up when they are presented with the scent of their owners, pictures yeah. of food, this okay. kind of thing, to see how they relate to how we are. But because okay. the 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 thing about them, the thing that people have thought right up till now is they're kind of an input output machine. Yeah, sort no, of I Skinner type you know yeah. um, operant conditioning classical conditioning type machine which you know to, to a certain degree they are but what they found from these dogs were this the same areas of the brain light up with them yeah. as it does with us when okay. their reward systems All are right. lit up yeah so so in, in the presence of their owner they yeah. feel what we can now scientifically say yeah is love Okay. To a certain degree, so the same things, the same okay. areas of the brain light up, the same right. neurochemicals are being produced. Yeah. Same with dogs and children. So um, you get uh, an oxytocin rise yeah, whenever yeah. you're petting a dog. Yeah. Same thing. I love so it, the chemistry of love. So it, yeah, it's so it just, brings your heart just rate down. All the bullshit, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the same yeah. As being scared. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's the same. So it goes to show how much we have sort of evolved to be with them. So, but yeah, the question is, do. <sighs> Should everyone have them? No, they shouldn't. I see no. I see plenty of cases of people that shouldn't have dogs. But dogs are very forgiving. Not that that means that that's a reason to... Does that also mean helpless in their scenario as well, though? Well, I think, given the choice, dogs would be with us all the time. If they yeah, came. yeah. They would choose to be yeah. with us all the time. So getting a dog and then going out to work for eight hours and coming back over yeah. eight hours... Playing with them for five minutes, yeah. and then just leaving them to sleep for the rest of the day. I think that is tantamount to abuse in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think there are plenty of people out there. I that always are think if you can't
0: do it with a baby, you no. probably shouldn't do it with a dog. You might want to rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quote. Yeah, you're true actually. But okay, so so I think what what we're getting at
1: is the fact that dogs aren't bad, but some dog owners, yeah, are could do with work ask you i i really i strongly believe so i'm i'm a i'm a dog trainer i'm a member of the association of pet dog trainers uk it's not it's not um legislated dog training yeah, anyone yeah. can become a dog trainer yeah, and I am. charge yeah. any money i've, I've just become one <laughs> It's all easy and it's really bad because um you know there's no there's no real government legislation for it yeah? yeah yeah um so the people that study or become affiliate members of these organizations um they tend to be good dog trainers. Uh-huh. And then you also get another side of thing of people that are bad dog trainers. And the, the worst thing that we're dealing with at the moment are people that are uh, prescribe to what's called the dominance theory. Okay. Now dominance theory. Have you ever heard of um uh uh Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer? No. So no. there was a massive show, it was really, really popular on National Geographic that's been around for fifteen odd years. Okay. And Cesar Milan um, is a dog trainer based in America. Um, With that sort of name, yes. Yeah. And he uh, he prescribes what's called pack theory. So he he when he's training dogs or or modifying their behaviour, if you like, he prescribes the idea that you have to be the alpha, okay. the one in charge. So. Right all of these kind of ideas lead to things like you've got to eat before your dog. You have got to walk through a door before your dog. If they right. misbehave, you have got to pin them to the ground, like an older dog. Rub their nose nothing. in it. That kind of stuff okay. like that. Yeah. And, um, I believe in that with Tories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it works with Tories. We've seen, we've seen the evidence. Of that. Yeah. Rub their noses in it. <laughs> um, okay. All right. But dogs, no, no, no. And, okay. and the problem was it was, it was, the idea was formulated because, uh, there was a scientist called David Mech who wrote a book, um, in the late 1960s, I believe it was, about uh, that dogs are, uh, have come down, they've, they've, they're related to wolves. Okay, yeah. And wolves, at that time, it was thought, not a lot of study had been done on yeah, wolves. Yeah, the alpha male thing, yeah. 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 yeah, well, yeah, you know what we're yeah, doing yeah, yeah, that's poly- yeah, yeah, It's all yeah, rubbish. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it went to inform dog training for the next... 30 40 years it's still okay. in there now and it's really hard to get rid of and the actual reality of it is when you're looking at anything alpha and this all comes from wolves in honestly is is dominance is a hierarchy dominance exists you got mm-hmm. a boss you got you know within yeah. a family but what they thought it was was you you had an alpha male and alpha female they would have a set of cubs mhm Um, and then they'd all be vying for position about like, I'm going to take over the alpha role. I'm going to do this. I want your position. You want my position, you know, all of this sort of stuff. But actually in wolves, what happens is alpha male, alpha female, they have a set of cubs. They stick around with them and they actually hunt together. So it's like a, um, a a family unit, if you like. And, um, then they have another set of cubs, the original cubs stick around, and then eventually those original ones will go off on their own and form their own pattern. Yeah, Never yeah. at any point are they vying for position. Yeah, okay. So that the problem was that that got disproved pretty quickly, and actually David Meck, um, I believe, wrote another paper saying oh, we got this wrong. Okay. But the problem is memes, in the in the way that Richard Dawkins would say memes, yeah, yeah. they last for a yeah, long, absolutely, yeah. long time, yeah. and now we're stuck with that a little yeah. bit. And people still prescribe to it. So you end up with people that, you know, we use punishment based systems to train dogs. Yeah. Which, and humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually yeah mo- absolutely. I mean, I don't know anything about children. No, uh, they very little. Uh, but you don't put their shit in a bag. They no. put the bag on them. <laughs> they put the bag. On yeah, that's I've it. I've seen I've seen yeah. dogs with yeah. nappies. Yeah, okay, all okay. All. Yeah. Um <laughs> but from what I what I can tell, and I'm not comparing dogs to children, but I've worked with a lot you know, of people who, do it. Are, who are <laughs> if you can do it with a dog, you probably shouldn't do it with a child. Yeah. No, um uh, it 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 it's similar like behaviour. <laughs> Like positive reinforcement, yeah. you know, all those things, it's just similar. It seems to be the same mm. right across the board. But human beings are shite at being good to one another. Yes. And they're not that great at being good to animals either, it turns no. out. No. It's really difficult. It's really difficult. It's almost like the problem is humans. Yeah, funnily enough, <laughs> it's almost like the problem is us. I think everything would be going, everything would be going just right yeah. it, without I, us. I think
0: the whole world would be just fine without humans. Oh, fuck. All right, let's get rid of some humans um and- no, 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 no um okay so I, I i i get all this uh there was the thing about there was this uh a a visual that I saw at one point it was to do with social care and wolves mm-hmm. it was this thing where it basically said, "Look, here's the leader of the pack, and here's the eldest and sickest member of the pack, and everyone follows behind sort of thing you know to protect the, or the it's a protection of the okay. the elderly one I can't remember where it was but I don't I don't know if it's true or not that's the thing I, it was some, something that people were we're throwing around that the, the it doesn't the sound
1: to me like it, that that, that would be a thing. Yeah. I don't think. Cause uh, that's assuming there's this massive family of, like, yeah. I mean, there was about, there was about the... 20 wolves in a, in yeah. A lot, think, whereas a pack's generally a family unit. And, okay. And at some point those cubs tend to leave to form their own
0: packs. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I don't I, know. No, I don't know either. I, 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 I'm assuming that that's not part of your, you don't have to train wolves.
1: No, although um, I did go recently to the Lake District. I went to a, experience with wolves okay so my, my mom and dad oh, got it for, right. my, for my birthday and that was something else yeah I must it was a bit disconcerting if i'm being honest they were so i mean they are so they're huge Yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. They're, they're they're a completely yeah. different like you know yeah, kettle yeah, yeah. of fish obviously yeah but so powerful and they came out with these two wolves and they're they are so they're hybrids they're not completely all wolf because you half, can't half robot. Yeah okay right, cy- okay. Cy- right okay. um <laughs> i think that, that that's to do with the legislation of them being able to keep them um, really but they had two leads insane. so two slip leads like nooses which oh i don't no. i don't like no, on no, dogs, no, but no. you can see why they had them on wolves and these handlers handling them and from what I know from dogs and like what you do with dogs, being around these guys was really disconcerting. Whereas everyone else that was there yeah. that didn't work with dogs was quite happily sort of going over and oh, patting dogs. them on the head. Yeah. And they were saying stuff like, oh, if they stare at you, just, fuck just off. bang them on the head. Give them a bang on the head. Oh, and okay. I'm thinking, no way in yeah. a million years am I going over and whacking that wolf on the head. And he, they were they were big. And the the funniest thing was they, they conserved, they're really, they come across as being really noble because... They, can, they don't use any energy they don't have to use. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you stop walking, they'll just lay down. They're like, right, that's all done. And yeah, if you get up, yeah. they'll start walking. And the best thing was, all around <laughs> them, so this was in the lake district, all around them is fields of sheep. Yeah, yeah. Now, these sheep, they haven't grown up around wolves. No, Never grown no up around they have wolves. no got idea. They've no fucking idea what yeah. this is next to them. Yeah, they're and not entirely sure why they're scared of the collie. The wolves knew. Yeah. Yeah, so as soon as they got near the, as soon as they got the scent, they would like, boom, their little eyes would go, and they would sort of like hang up, and they would look. And the sheep are just wandering around right next to them, but wow. you just got the the power of them as something yeah, else. Yeah, I've
0: never seen one in the in the mm. in the flesh.
1: They are whoppers.
0: Um, I, I there's there's two things from that. One of them's um, I heard a thing which was about a, a wolf sanctuary somewhere, Denmark, Norway, mm-hmm. sort of way, um, where they basically say don't have sex about a day before you go in because they'll. Oh, okay. They'll smell it. Mm. Essentially, they will, they will, <laughs> they will understand your carnalness. Okay, uh, immediately. Again, oh, um, okay, okay. Um, uh, and there was a, uh, another one which was, um, it was to do with rewilding and stuff like that. The George Monbiot book, Ferro. I don't know if you yeah, read, all yeah, that. yeah, and, yeah. And I love George. Sort Monbiot. of putting predators back in the wild. And
1: there's a really famous video about how wolves changed the course of rivers in Yellowstone yes. Park. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. that. And and it's. Um, uh, sort of moving into that sort of thought. Obviously, if, if say we ever get to that point, say we, say George Monbiot rules the world. Yep. And we get to the point where he goes, right, it's not illegal to own wolves anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and lynxes, we'll put them all back in the world. Yep. The red deer are going to get it, but you watch the trees yep. thrive, you know, and all that. And okay. the humans die. <laughs> some humans, <laughs> The slow ones. Some humans die. With, is it even possible to understand a wolf the uh, way you understand domestic dogs
1: i think you can understand them i think you have to i think you'd have to understand them from afar yeah yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah problem is their territories are huge yeah so to put them back into the united kingdom yeah you know they they i mean they they put a load of wolves back into canada recently and they were tracking them and they walked right down into washington state really like thousands of miles wow. so so given you know if they're hunting if they're looking for food they can go anywhere anyway yeah so that i think that's the problem with putting them back into the uk it's always a debate about it yeah 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 it seems to be a debate all the time i think um, we should just go for bears 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 would be nice bears funny i think bears <laughs> like funny not necessarily haha but i think i think you would like if you made them up do you yeah, know yeah what oh I mean? yeah
0: stupid yeah it would be is.
1: horrific Yeah, wouldn't
0: it? huge body weight Requires a massive eat of you calories. alive. Yeah.
1: don't care. They, they yeah, don't yeah. go for the jug or anything. They just start munching just your guts. Yeah, out. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: But but know. also, I, I I never understand anything that's really big that needs lots of calories. No, like polar bears. Never trust polar them. bears. Use a lot of calories. Yeah, and you go well. Surely that's not efficient to be where you are.
1: How did they? Yeah, it's an interesting question, isn't it? How have yeah. they got, How have they been so? Successful? How
0: calorific are seals? I've never eaten a seal. They're
1: just, they're just tenacious, though, aren't they? Polar bears. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will just keep going until yeah. they get what they need. But I,
0: I still don't get it. I don't understand why something so big exists so in a much. place with so
1: few calories
0: that I guess, are abundant.
1: I think you might have hit the nail on head. I guess seals. Are big they're like bang yum for yums, the aren't they? Yeah, they're like exactly like yum yums. Yeah, they must, must provide a lot. Yeah, because you think hippopotamuses that just eat. <laughs> well, yeah, they bloody just eat, huge, yeah. and they just eat vegetation, don't they? Yeah, exactly. But all day long. Yeah, yeah, they just go rah 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 rah.
0: <laughs> Whereas I always, always think about that with polar bears. I was like, why? What, what a stupid! You know, you need to evolve here. You need you to need come to into evolve. where the bins are because <laughs> we've we've thrown away loads of stuff. Okay, you might. Well, they
1: do do that, don't
0: they? They do yeah, come into yeah. this sort of, but then they nicely but get d- chased I, away. I don't know. I'm I'm just constantly think about well, if it's cold why would you live there that's my thing anyway <laughs> same with penguins i don't don't the get humans. it yeah
1: Dickens. why would you go up there uh,
0: yeah it it's raining all the time don't live there that <laughs> that's a that's a british thing okay back to dogs back to dogs i'm i'm getting convinced on the grounds that i think the the owners are stupid now mm-hmm. um what's the um that's not that's not the right question the, the what, who's the stupidest owner you've met? <laughs> um,
1: but no, what's what's the worst case of dog you've ever seen? Um, I'll be on, I'll be honest. The thing the thing that's going on at the moment is we're, we're getting so it's quite difficult. If you want a dog in yeah. this country, it is quite difficult to go through official channels to get one. So, say you wanted to rehome a dog, puppies mm-hmm. you can go and you can buy a puppy, yeah, 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 or you can get them through Gumtree or some horrendous yeah, yeah. source or something like that. Puppy yeah. farms. That's another. My term. auntie's sister's cousin's neighbour has got a... Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. that kind of thing. But what we get in there... So a lot of people want to rescue dogs, but to go through the official channels like the RSPCA or the Blue Cross or something like that, yeah. it's quite difficult. You have to go through a lot of... Rightly so, you have to go through a lot of home checks. Yeah, yeah. They want to know how many hours you work. Quite yeah. right, too. Yeah. But what you can do now is you can rescue a dog from, like, Romania or Greece, somewhere yeah. like that, Turkey and you can get them delivered to your door by a white van, you know, next Thursday, Yeah, in it comes, no history, nothing. You've rescued a dog, so you feel pretty good about it. Yeah,
0: of course, yeah, yeah. Normally
1: what happens with rescue dogs is a couple of weeks, they take them to settle in, and then suddenly their personality starts coming out. And a lot of times what we tend to see is... These dogs have got quite, quite a few hang-ups. Yeah, you have absolutely petrified of men. PTSD for right, yeah, for right yeah. reasons yeah, because yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been kicked up and down the street. Most yeah, of them yeah. have been strays. Yeah, um, you know, uh, absolutely just, just want to be free because they've been stray dogs. I mean, I, a lot of the times, I, get, I think, and a lot of other professionals think this, this is a bit controversial, but if you're a stray dog, let's say you're living somewhere where, you're okay, you might have to avoid the odd kick by yeah. an angry Greek man yeah, if you're yeah, outside yeah. his taverna or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But life's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You hang around with your friends, you lay in the sun all day. Gear us all day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If then someone comes along and thinks, you know, we've got a big we've got a big problem with dogs over here and we need to ship them back to England, it's tantamount to sort of trafficking. Yeah. So you pick a stray dog up, you throw it in a van, you you yeah. pop may pop it in a kennel for a couple of weeks and then before you yeah. know it you're in Kent living in a Yeah. You know. Well, I know a
0: Bulgarian dog who lives in Edinburgh. Well there you go. Yeah. Um uh, uh yeah, I mean I I I see it it's weird because I I uh I, I, I still think there's something to do. I mean, most of the dogs I've met that have ever come from that sort of yeah. part of the world of that thing have usually been nice, but you're absolutely right. They're absolutely neurotic.
1: Yeah. Um, in be, terms yeah. of,
0: um, uh, PTSD, uh, you know, yeah. sort of, you know, men is especially a thing. You're absolutely right. Um, and I, and I, uh, but at the same time, I think there's always a thing. If you show a dog kindness, yeah, a dog will usually You'll respond to kindness. End. Yeah. But what they what they will learn is to be. Dogs. I can imagine you're yeah, really good. Yeah. You
1: you have an an air about you that I can yeah. imagine dogs would really really like, and I can definitely see that. But what you will find is they will become bonded and close and trust you. And be, <laughs> yeah. they've yeah. got an issue with other people, yeah. Then or when you're walking or... down the street, they're barking at other people, yeah. growling, doing that, yeah. sort of. and that's when I get called in. Okay. So I help that thing, and it's actually interesting. This is a, a little bit controversial because the the idea of um of we're starting to look at things like um, epigenetics, which, in my very small understanding of it, it is minute. Is that, that it passed down through generations? So, okay. So from from one generation to the next generation. So say you're um, you're a dog and you've been treated badly by men, yeah. Uh, and then you have a, a litter. That litter would have the inherent fear. Okay. Men, and this is okay. quite sort of cutting edge, sort of science stuff. Okay. It's not a lot better. I mean, it is slightly controversial. I need to because... read a bit about this because yeah, so But I'm
0: not sure the mechanics of that. But yeah.
1: But I've definitely seen like puppies that have that have come from places like Romania, and that where they're not treated very well, especially by men. Unfortunately, it's mm-hmm. not as bad to say. they'll but... no, just keep saying it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, every especially man listening, will remember it's us. <laughs> <laughs> it's our cock and balls <laughs> and our bullshit that makes dogs it's f- sad. It's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. It is <laughs> totally a
1: problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I've seen dogs that have, have been born in captivity, so in, in a in a shelter. I've probably mm-hmm. had little dealings with men, but come to England and be absolutely petrified of men. Yeah, similar yeah. to the same way that you could show rabbits a picture of a hawk, and they will freak out. Okay, regardless so they know of the whether predator. they've seen one. Yeah, I think that's similar. I can't imagine humans. many
0: rabbits who died of hawks no. actually saw
1: the hawk. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. But yeah. it is yeah. something that I again, it's something that that, that happens to them. Um, and men are—they are useless with dogs. Do
0: yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: I mean, that's a—that's a—that's a, that's a, that's a wide. I'm casting a wide net. But net,
0: also, but. I
1: think yes, it's true. I think men are not uh, nurturing. Do you know what I think it is? I think we're just too embarrassed all the time. I think we're we're trying to be too you think so a bit of a pre- we're trying to put up a bit more of a pretense I remember when I started working at the dog training school I originally started at. it was all women that worked there yeah and I really quickly became quite depressed because all of the dogs loved all the the women yeah. that worked there and I thought I was pretty good work, with
0: dogs you had to work hard
1: I had to work hard but do you know what it was it was their voices so Okay. There used yeah. to be this thing that you should the low you know, the lower you sit and like yeah, command them, but it's actually the other, like yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the other way around. Yeah, exactly. It's the other way around. That the higher your voice is, the more attention you'll get from me. Yeah, Good boy. Yeah, but I can't really go that if high. If you go so really like, you know, I'm yeah, stupid yeah. and yeah, dappy yeah, yeah, and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They
0: respond really well to they it. They do like being played with. So I started sure. raising yeah. okay. my
1: voice up and getting okay. a bit high and getting a bit stupid and, and doing that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, so is there
0: is it impossible, is there a certain uh, series of conditions that a dog might be suffering with that are impossible to cure?
1: Yes, any, okay. any So neurologic, same in the human. I guess yeah, like, yeah, neurological yeah. disorders stuff. I mean, you can manage it with drugs and things like that. But, but for behaviourally, sure, I think I think a lot of the time, the problem is we haven't got enough time to deal, <laughs> to deal with yeah, these issues. Much so the things way. like separation anxiety, which is a big one, which is your dog doesn't, you know, if you leave the house, your dog will try and bite its way through a brick wall to mm. try and get to you. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't stand being alone. Things like that. The, the cure for that is to put yourself on a programme where you don't leave the dog for X amount of months while you gradually build up to being able to leave. And that might just be you need to get them used to you shifting your weight on a sofa, like slightly lifting yourself up. Because if you've got a dog that suffers from that, they will be asleep in a coma. And if you go to move, they'll be, boom, they'll wake up and they'll be like, where are you going? What are you doing? So you desensitise them. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So a lot of these problems that we have, you end up trying to manage... um, and that's why yeah. it's important, I think, when you get a dog, especially a puppy, that you do everything right from, yeah, yeah, from day yeah. one, because they can be ama- they they they're amazingly. There's no such thing as a blank slate when it comes to a dog. If you if you get a puppy, that their little personality will be formed before you get them. So if you've yeah, got this course. idea that you're going to get a dog, and because it's a Labrador, they're going to love, to always they're gonna, love you, and yeah, yeah that's wake not me entirely up. true. Yeah, yeah. But when when you get them, they have this critical socialisation period of a. certain amount of weeks there's a bit of debate about that but somewhere between four and 16 weeks okay and um while that in that time frame those little neural pathways are forming and you can do so much to to prepare them for being left alone and doing all this sort of stuff and people go wrong a lot with that um but have I seen? I mean, yeah, for sure. I've seen. I mean, that I've worked with cases where dogs have had to be put to sleep because they're too aggressive. They've been oh, people. They've been yeah. kids. Okay, um, f- for sure. No, yeah, really, really sad. What do the
0: what do the kids turn out like? I mean,
1: just had a few extra holes. In okay, no,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. that Sometimes the kids turn out to be Harold Shipman.
1: Yeah, i you, um, you know what? I I I remember once I I was working um in a rescue. And I was talking to a guy there that had, uh, that had been working in a vet's, and that week two dogs had been put to sleep for buying children,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and one of the dogs had they'd found when afterwards, after he'd been put to sleep, mm. that there were a load of staples in the oh. back of his neck. So the kid had stapled, yeah, stapled gun the back of his neck. And another one, this is even worse, had a, like the inside of a biro had been poked in his ear. Yeah. Oh my god. And, uh, yeah, and, and both those dogs were put to sleep. A lot of the times, that the problem that we get, so that there is 9.9 million dogs in the UK at the moment, okay. and last year there was about 8,000 dog bites rep- reported. Mm-hmm. They're the reported ones. If, yeah. if your dog bites you, you tend to not report it. So yeah, yeah, it's only, yeah, yeah. we can maybe yeah. double that. I don't know. Yeah. But those stats are pretty good. If, and actually, if you reflect that on terms of humans to humans, yeah, yeah, yeah. our relationship with dogs is pretty good. It's yeah. yeah, pretty Well, Dogs' relationships with us. Yes. Let's say, yeah 12% of those 8000 um were kids okay. all under nine okay and then the issue you tend to find is that um kids are exploratory yeah, yeah um and we're not good at picking up when dogs are not comfortable we tend to only uh spring to action when they when they start growling or snapping yeah, yeah. but that growl and snap is is the very top of what we call a ladder of Aggression. Yeah, there's all sorts of tail wagging yeah, or t- yeah. Lower, tails. lower tail lower yeah. tail turning away lip licking there's all sorts of subtle okay. signs that your dog's not comfortable, and unless we we do a bit of you know we educate ourselves into how our dogs communicate, which is through a series of really yeah, yeah, subtle yeah. body language yeah, yeah. you just don't know, and what we tend to do as well is we tend to tell. Dogs off for growling, especially if you've got kids, because yeah. that seems rude. Don't yeah. growl at my child, you know that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, if you tell a dog off enough for growling, they forgo but the growling the bar- to bite. Yeah, straight fair. to bite. Yeah, yeah, okay. And everyone will always say it came out of nowhere. No one saw it coming, yeah. you know. And Ballets. there's always something. It's got biro in its ear. Yeah, Staples I mean, down yeah. its neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one saw that coming. Yeah, but even you know. A kid like if a dog's got some a prized possession and that can be anything that's up to the dog what they think is yeah. great it might be a slipper a bone something like that yeah yeah, yeah. And then the child walks towards it and they're guarding then the All kid's right. got no idea that yeah. the dog's guarding and yeah, then no, suddenly no, no. I, I completely agree I think that's I think that's
0: absolutely right there's no um um I I I've always put it down okay there are people who stupidly and cruelly uh. uh um, um, it, uh, encourage their dogs to be aggressive, yeah, 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 and all that sort of thing. And I think, you know, when those bites happen, I see it more as um, uh, a case of abuse on two levels. Yeah. You know, that the person yeah, yeah, got yeah. bitten and the dog. Yeah, that's 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 the way I see For it. For Sure, um, I think a family dog turning on the family is
1: actually kind of rare i should think yeah but that, that's the issue though they, they <coughs> the problem is and you can do things without knowing that, that a classic example of this and this is if there's one thing that maybe people might hear about this because uh, i see a lot of um what we would refer to as resource guarding cases okay. so the classic like i've got a bone argh, yeah, grammar, yeah, you yeah, come yeah. near me in in the old days and this still persists persists this kind of advice Mm. so the old advice would be you put like your dog's food bowl down and then in the middle of it eating pick its food bowl up because you know i'm the it goes back to this alpha i'm your boss you know this sort of thing or you give it a bone and then you take a bone off of it okay And and that advice was around for years, decades. The problem was, what would happen was the dog would be okay because it was your dog. Yeah, they loved you. They were in a relationship with you. Okay, take my food bowl. That's fine. But if someone else comes near their food bowl, fucking. I'm yeah. They're more dead. likely to you know, to yeah. go for you. And what actually that caused was a lot of people getting bitten, a lot of kids. Yeah. Because kids would just waddle up not knowing, not even knowing that there's any danger. Of course, yeah. yeah so yeah. what we do now is you flip it on its head, you add things. So you'll give your dog half of its food. Okay. And then, then you will add stuff to the bowls you walk past and maybe okay. throw some chicken in there or something right. like that. Okay. And and you know, then we teach dogs that us coming near your food bowl is good. All right. Good stuff. Okay. So that's a really cool little that, tip no, for that, anyone that's that is really good. getting a puppy or something like that. Okay,
0: all right, that's that's interesting, so, and we can read all of this in Jack and Billy Puppy Tales. <laughs> <laughs> a plug! Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I just, I just thought I'd better, better, do that. Um.
0: Okay, so uh, you like Planet Earth? I do. I'm you love Planet Earth. You think it's really you? nice, and you think yeah. it's really good. Um, there's a climate change argument to owning a pet. That's actually at something. oh no,
1: climate change is, that doesn't exist, you know. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> I was reading the wrong thing. I got into a I got into a debate with someone about um Greta Thunberg the other day. Oh yeah, big long debate on well, things, online. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. why? I Normally don't get don't involved do in things. And then right at the end, yeah, we meant the guy said. And anyway, didn't you really realise that the climate's been going up and down? and I was like, oh my god, I'm out. done. Oh, like, I'm out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no no there's yes. No there
1: control. is a climate change debate about owning dogs. Well, just just about the the amount of meat. Yeah. So here here's an interesting copy. So I'm a vegan. Okay. I think it would be, and I'm a, I'm a vegan and I'm a dog trainer. Okay. Now I think my uh, it would be better off for the planet if I gave up dog training and went back to eating meat. <laughs> no, no, that's not it's the case. I be think better it might be true. If you gave up dog training and yeah, um, a vegan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I get it. But um, yeah, I I understand. I do understand that. And um. And it's a hard, it's a hard one to wrap. It's your a head really hard round. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: uh, there's no. In my head, uh, that's the same thing as having kids. In, in yeah. my head, yeah, 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 the yeah, kids yeah. will need resources, yeah. but they also need a BMW yeah. at some point in their life as well. And,
1: and a massive. Camp. Yeah. At least dogs only <laughs> only want food. Yeah. You know, and you know, I think again, it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. The, the ethical argument for keeping dogs, I think, na- I think, in a hundred, two hundred years, if we're, we're still around. Out. We'll laugh at people for keeping animals. I, I imagine, so. okay. I think to a degree, into, to this kind of like, you know, I think robotics in would, Chelsea have, type would, have, would have
0: replaced a few things. Yeah.
1: What I'd like to think is social care is
0: actually bigger so that you actually need less dogs per community. So like a
1: sherry type yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. See that that's a cool idea. Um, that, there is actually a thing at the moment called "Borrow My Dog," which is uh, yeah, like it's like da- dating dangerous. Dogs, yeah, slightly dangerous. It's slightly dangerous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a, I'm a bit yeah. I'm a bit yeah, I don't,
0: Borrow like, my dog, and then suddenly your dog's committing a crime of an yeah. afternoon. Here's a key to my dro- house. Yeah. Drop back. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. It's um, uh, but no. Uh, so uh, just been reading "Being Mortal" by Atul Gawande. Um, nice which is time. all about social care and getting older and um, mm-hmm. um, geriatrics or whatever the, the, the actual medical side of being old is. Yep. Um, and um, uh, and there was this one guy in New York State who, he went into a nursing home, a, a, a doctor, um, and he was, was working in a nursing home. And he realized that the one thing that wasn't in there was loads of life. There was not any life mm. in there. And all these people were sad and depressed and... Not making any progress, and it's not like you have to make process progress because you're old, yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, yeah your progress is essentially happiness until death. yeah that's that's pretty much it and but no one was happy, and he actually um, grew up to work uh, he was a very sustainable farmer as well and a doctor um, so he had animals with him every day, and he was happy, mm-hmm. and when he had to take a job to you know sort of do all this, he realized he wasn't as happy because there was no animals about. So they introduced uh, two dogs and two cats per floor of this two-story nursing home. Okay. Um, And 400 um, parrots or something like that. Really? Yeah. So everyone had parrots, Um, (laughs) which is mad. Um, But having life to care for actually Mm -hmm. gave people more of a reason to get up in the morning. Wash themselves, do a lot more independent stuff. And so, just the very presence of life itself, without uh, without things like human rights, I know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just 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 life itself actually encouraged um, a lot more uh, engagement with uh, the scenario everyone was in. Yeah, to the point where there was a guy who was severely depressed; his wife had died after sixty years of marriage or something, Um, and he was he was found in a car wreck and basically when he was found they basically said I was trying to kill myself mm. and they put him in this thing and it was a bit comatose and he wouldn't talk to anyone um, they put some birds in his uh, room um, <gasps> you know after he sort of agreed yeah. they put some birds in there and then eventually he'd start to face the birds a bit more he wouldn't even leave his bed he started to get up and talk to them he started he, that, to the point where he actually went up to the desk and said I think the dogs need walking can I walk the dogs home? oh that's very really key um can I be involved sort of thing? And then it actually ended up being discharged with happiness. You know, he ended up leaving.
1: Well, yeah, why why not? I mean, they've they've done similar things in prisons, haven't they? Yeah. Reforming prisons and things like that. Do you know what? I think, I think we need a lot. The thing that I love about dogs is they, they live in the moment pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I've had, you know, they're always on roller coasters. I've struggled with things in my life before. (laughs) And it's always been a, a case of, you know, seeing them live in the moment and and be so joyous in in just the time and place you are now rather than always looking. I mean, the current thinking is they can't do this sort of mental time travel thing of like, where am I going to be next week and all this sort of thing. Not that we 100% know, of course, but, I, I love routines that. are routines, but but yeah. yeah, and and it helps me be in the moment with my dog. So when I go out with my dog, I I try I I go for a walk with my dog. I don't take mm. my dog for a walk. So yeah. if I'm out with them, I wanna I wanna I wanna. um I want to experience it with them. I want to do stuff with them. I don't get me wrong every now and again. I might like check my phone and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, if they're sniffing, sometimes I'll talk to them and go, what are you sniffing? I'll go, there's nothing there. I can't see anything. Yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea. But I want to be involved and I, yeah, want to, yeah. I want to do stuff with them. And that helps me. In a term for myself personally, you know, on a therapeutic level, yeah. it's amazing. Okay. And so I can totally buy into the idea of, getting up and getting like just getting out into like being outside yeah i mean i work outside now and i am i'm very lucky i mean don't get me wrong some days it's wet and shit yeah yeah, but not as much as you'd imagine actually if you do work outside and those days where it's beautiful you have moments you know where like and, and that's, I think you, you're talking about like loving the planet and those sorts of things. You you really start to get in touch with the seasons. Thing. The seasons, yeah. Oh, God, I Do love know the what? I love that about yeah. this country. I absolutely love that. If, we, if, we, if I lived somewhere that was hot, like LA all the time, I, yeah,
0: yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah.
1: I'd dreadfully miss that.
0: I, I think it's something um, I've been writing about it recently about um, uh, falling out of love with the seasons. Because people, people now have avocados all year long. Yeah. You know, from a country we don't even live in, bloody like, mega model. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with it as such. No. But there is a thing where the moment you have things all year round, strawberries or you know yeah. all that, um, you don't appreciate. You don't it actually notice the season at all. Yeah, that's why you kind of everyone has to grow something. I think that's yeah. what yeah, that's part of it is to, and not just herbs. You know, grow right. something that will only grow once that year. Yeah. at For a thinking, certain time. Yeah
1: my mum always says that. Yeah, potatoes. It? My mum's always about that. I always it? think
0: it's potatoes. Potatoes are the easiest thing yeah. to grow in the world. And if you can grow a bag of potatoes somewhere in the world.
1: We've got yeah. we've got a little grow bag at the back. we do potatoes in. Yeah. No times does that time we pull them out and they're like, these tiny. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But i tell you what. You roast they them They taste brilliant. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I don't know garlic. if it's just you're projecting the taste on them. Uh, but... No, no. A bit of garlic, a bit of rosemary,
0: anything yeah. tastes good. But it's, 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 it's that. I think the seasons and outsiders and nature in general... Uh, the the less we're in contact with it, yeah. I think the sadder we all are. I, I in,
1: absolutely uh, agree with you. you know, know, I mean, you should talk to Corin. Yeah, yeah, because oh, she, like to. Yeah, she just, um, you know, this is what she's all about at the moment. Yeah. So she she got massively into gardening to start with, uh-huh. growing our own veg and things like. That. I mean, don't permaculture, me yeah, all of that. Um, we we rent a field up in our in our local um, country park mm-hmm. um, near us. And it's beautiful. And last year, I noticed there's we got these two trees that blossom. They're blossoming now at the moment in February, okay. which is a bit weird. Okay, but you know, but, it can it's all right. um, but yeah, and I think they're Mirabella plums. Okay. And when I worked out I could eat them, I was like the happiest man. Okay. In it's like nature's bounty, and I just yeah, yeah, pick yeah. them off the tree yeah. and you munch them, and they're the most. I like things that are quite sharp and acidic, okay. and they are beautiful. Right. I'm as happy. as Larry. You can
0: still stew him up though. They get loads more yeah, sugar yeah, if you yeah, stew him yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I think that's all part of it. We're actually, we're, we're going to start inviting oh. people into a house soon, aren't we? <laughs> oh yeah. So,
1: I forgot about that. I've got to play a gig at some point. Um,
0: which is another thing we haven't even got into is the fact that you're. Well, a you trem-
1: interviewed Wayne, didn't you? Yeah, and, I did. And, meet and Wayne. actually, I think most of most of my my life is entertainment. Well, yeah. yeah I'll I'll gentlemen. just I'll just remind
0: everyone of that <laughs> bit. But, But maybe we'll do a second one about that, and I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. uh, Corin would be good. But yeah, that was really good. Okay, I don't think dogs are completely shit. Good. Um, I think humans are completely shit. (laughs)
1: You should come up one day when we're doing some training up in the country park. Come nah, up. When, when right. the plums really are out, <laughs> for want of a better expression, when the plums are out, you can come up and have a chew. All right. No, I quite like that. Um, uh, should dogs
0: be walked, uh, strange dogs, should they all be walked in one group by one person? No. Okay. I think, I think there should you know be that... a limit
1: on how many there are. Do you know you can't that, that New York going.
0: thing where you see a million people's yeah. uh, lasser apses all being walked in the same yeah. same. I... Uh,
1: I think if if you're doing off lead walks, I think it's it's uh, it's difficult to control what's going on. If one of them gets injured, or one yeah. of them gets attacked by another, or one of your dogs attacks another dog, and you've got another seven. Go, it's amazing things don't happen. Again, testament okay. to dogs, I think, right. but it's amazing that things don't happen. I think the government will crack down on that soon as well in okay. terms of how many dogs you can walk per person okay. on public ground. I think all that's right. something legislation will be All done. right, that was just a thing that was in my head then.
0: All right, <laughs> thanks, Steve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no worries. And
0: thanks for recording on your gear. I bet this will sound better than everything I've ever well, recorded. I'll, I'll pass
1: you the files. Yeah, mate, all right, then. yeah, that'll be great. Boom!
0: <laughs> He's the next David Attenborough, isn't he? I reckon. Um, but only to do with dogs. Um, I (laughs) love talking to Steve. He's such a brilliant bloke. Um, and the house show I played his was just lovely. Absolutely lovely. It's already not. It's, it's nice being in safe rooms. Of course it is in liberal, lovely safe rooms. Um, but there's something else when, when the liberal and safe also means, uh, a mix of people that have never experienced what I do before as well um it happened last night in the in the rusty bucket as well it's some people look at you like you know we are just about to do a song about bumhole fingering or whatever and some people's look is just like what uh yeah and and with Steve's show there was a, there are a couple of people there from the doggy world who uh were like huh uh, oh uh what's this uh and i i like that it makes me feel good that Whatever, whatever it is that I actually do is uh, is at least unique uh, in its own way. I have no problem with that. Uh, I have no fear of of someone coming along and stealing my job. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Try it if you fancy it. It's not a problem. Um, yeah. So so yeah, it was a lovely gig, and Steve's brilliant, and Corin's great as well, and just just a really uh, wonderful life and home they're living. Uh, in, I do do enjoy them a lot Uh, what's coming up this week so all the week, uh, yes, lounge kittens uh, I've got loads of writing to do Um, I'm also, uh, I haven't got a podcast interview for next week, I've run out Um, so I need to probably create something on the bus this week with someone or other maybe a few people um, over the week, I'll be in uh, Manchester on Thursday and uh, London on Friday and then Southampton on Saturday so, uh so god knows who i'm going to catch an hour with with the recording gear then i should plan some more uh if you have any suggestions for people to talk to there is a big list that i need to get through and try and organize but um but by all means put them in touch if you think there's some interesting folk uh then i'd, I'd love to have a chat and put them uh put them on here uh it's going all right we've uh we've got new listeners in uh listeners in russia and the ukraine um and i'm sorry to whoever's uh that is but that instantly makes me suspicious at the moment not suspicious in a bad way but sort of like hang on what's going on here um and uh yeah and and uh it's nice to see all the all the figures growing and everything like that for this one so so yeah so thanks very much for listening i really really appreciate it um right i better go i've got a, a million things to do i've got to go and uh buy all black clothes to go on stage with because i'm a session bass player this week i'm a session bass player i'm like nathan east yeah if you don't know who that is check him out um uh yeah (laughs) have a have a great week whatever you're doing uh don't uh don't get into too much trouble but if you do get into trouble make sure it's good righteous brilliant disobedient fuck the nazi tories sort of trouble um and, uh, I'll see you next week after, after all these shows. Okay. Have a good week. Thank you. Goodbye.